And today's intro theme was brought to you in part by OC Remix. This episode's remix is of Mega Man 2's Made of Metal, done by Cyanes and Elnerith. Feel free to go check them out at OC Remix. It's, a, it's an incredibly good song. Hope you guys enjoy it. For another caffeinated banter, hopefully another episode that I don't screw up because I have had a really terrible track record, man. <laughs> there have been so many redos of episodes due to my incompetence. This is a uh, this is looking bad on me. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> no comment. I mean, if this goes on, then the second season must be phenomenal. Yeah, right? Because like... we're going to have every, every possible error and mistake happening in the first season. There you go. Right. Technical Positive. problems, not a problem, guys. Not a problem. <laughs> so, well, I do want to do our usual start off to any podcast. I kind of want to break tradition and talk about one story before we jump in to what we've been playing. Because... This affects me on, like, a personal level. Not, maybe not a personal level, but, like, on a cynical level. <laughs> okay. Right. So, two months ago, you guys might remember, there's a little bit of that plagiarism incident involving a, oh, involving a certain Philip. And uh, just for the record, I will not be including his name anywhere in this pod i mean i will not be including his name in the description or tags for this podcast because you know i'm a nice dude and i don't want him to think i'm just going after him because his because he's popular right now but the reason i'm bringing okay. him up is because he has made a comeback he is back he is back in action on youtube he is he came back with a well edited well written not plagiarized at all video are, are you sure we don't know for sure. We, we uh, <laughs> no no one has come no one has come out and made that claim yet. That it's complete. There you go. Way. There, there's a challenge for the internet right there. <laughs> oh, dude, you know somebody's doing it. You know someone's <laughs> someone's aggregating every possible review of a product. Yeah, and like word checking it and being like, did he take it? Did he not take it? Is this the real thing? Did this man actually create something that is original? You know what I noticed looking at the video? Well, the like-dislike ratio is gone. Really? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Of course. Oh. I mean, okay. Comments are still open. Comments are still open, though. That's okay. really interesting. 
But here's the thing. Here's the thing that these people don't seem to grasp, right? I don't know. Maybe Philip knows it. He just doesn't want to admit it. But YouTube doesn't give a shit about whether it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Mm -hmm. Um, because YouTube, there's no objective way to tell good engagement from a bad from bad engagement. So as far as YouTube's concerned, if the video had gotten a shit ton of thumbs down, it would still be it would still get a lot of uh, engagement. It would still be deemed mm-hmm. as getting a lot of engagement, which would move it up the uh, the ranking. I mean, you can still thumb it up or down. It's just not visible. <laughs> Why can the fuck did he even waste what... his time? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I think I think when you try to report a video, it actually shows that ratio. Huh. I haven't tried it myself, but from what I've oh. heard and seen in screenshots, interesting. Interesting. That's an interesting quirk with YouTube. That's. I, I bring this story up because I just find it interesting that this dude, this this dude disappears for two months. Rightfully so. I'm not. Mm. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have left for two months. He should have been gone much longer. Personally, dude vanishes off the map for two months, mm. comes back, and and Phillips unique style issues another apology yeah (laughs) not even in the video not in the description but in the pinned comment yep actually from what i can see and when he starts the video he's basically just reading that thing that he wrote isn't he he's basically just reading that like that's what he's doing he it's like an IGN review. Not really, no. Not really. He really? hasn't. He, it wasn't the complete one. He never says sorry or anything in the in the video. Oh. He never says yeah. he apologizes or nothing. Of course not. Hmm. Cor- of course not. Why? Why would you ever apologize for? He did nothing wrong, really. It's no big deal. No, 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 of course not. Having having your having having your work ripped off by a guy in power and. You know, that's no big deal. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Every everybody does it in the business, baby. That's just that's just that's just how you make your money. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong there. You know, he's just he's he's just playing the game the way they the way everyone else plays it. No big deal. <laughs> I just I brought this this story. I brought it up only because I wanted to get it out the way because I have better stories and I didn't want to slow the podcast down, and because. I want to say that if this dude manages to make a comeback and actually manages to become more popular than he was, I hate to say it, guys, that's going to shit on a lot of people. <laughs> like, no. he won't. Yeah. He Especially won't. after not apologizing twice. Like, like, on some real shit. Like, if this dude manages to make a comeback, I mean, come on, guys. Like, if anybody else did this, anybody else, yo. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think he will, but, you know, you never know. The internet has a small memory. He can I mean, he may... for now, he only has his YouTube channel and nothing else. <laughs> just for the record, his Twitter is not gone. He has just refused to post anything on it <laughs> since, <laughs> since what happened. <laughs> yep. What a tool. Rightfully so. It's a good thing he didn't because I'm pretty sure he'd just get memed to death. So, 
Well, mm. well played, Philip. Well played. I would usually <laughs> say I wish you the best, but I can't say that without. That would be kind of dishonest, probably. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want like bad things to happen to the dude. I just kind of wish he didn't try to do the same shit he was doing. You know, like that's my problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he gives reviewers everywhere a bad name. Fuck him. So that's 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 why I want to leave that particular story. Now we can move on to the the better parts of the gaming world, the the reasons that we still exist here in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I say as I look at our at our list of topics and shake my head. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Just fucking whoops, that was a mistake. Things honky dory. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong here. I, I can't. I have no complaints. Not, not at all. So I haven't been playing too much, as the last like week or so. Um. How, however, how, I bought the season pass for Xenoblade Chronicles too, right? Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be finally be able to play that uh, prequel story." I was unaware I had to update the game. I updated it, and I swear to God, this update took like four gigs. <laughs> Yo, well, I mean, it has to download the additional DLC. And what kills me is, even though I've taken a physical stance towards games on the Switch, bro, mm -hmm. I'm almost out of space on my memory. Huh? Oh my! Oh my card, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, what did you expect go. that the DLC would be on disc? No, <laughs> never. If if I say this yes, Capcom. If I say yes, would you blame me? I mean, really? <laughs> would you blame this isn't me? Capcom. I just, I'm baffled by how much space some of this stuff takes. Like games being as big as they are. Don't shock me some days, but then like DLC taking up space, like I can't imagine. I can't imagine someone not having to buy a, a memory card for hmm. their Switch, even even if you were just going straight physical. Because at some point, mm -hmm. at some point, you're going to get screwed and have to download. Oh yeah, multiple gigs worth of shit. The Switch only yeah. has what was it, thirty-two gigs on board? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's more yeah. like twenty-four after. Yeah, the OS of course takes uh, some space off there. So yeah, I mean that's not that much. So obviously you'd need a memory card well, sooner rather than later. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, with credit, uh, it took maybe seven months for me to actually grab a memory card for my Switch. So. Hey, there's that. You you went a whole seven months? Yeah. Well, I was mostly physical, right? True. But even then, like, I had, you know, I'm Setsuna, Shovel Knight, and those kind of games. They're, they did a really good job in optimizing them. So. So, yeah, that's been my... My gaming experience, really, 
I will say I I'm terrified there's gonna play Chronicles too because everything I've seen of this game is people dumping like ninety hours and I'm just like how? Oh yeah. Like yo, <laughs> I can't. I haven't dumped that much time into a video game. Oh shit. Um. Since your last JRPG, Persona Five. <laughs> no, man. I was gonna say Persona Three. Persona 3 Whoa. I dumped Persona 3 I dumped an abusive amount of time into. Hmm. Jeez. And it wasn't like the thing about that game is it's not like the story takes that long to get through. It's the fact that you get the last section of the game and you're literally spending dozens of hours grinding. Not mm-hmm. like you're getting new demons, you're getting better spells, you're fusing those demons to get better demons with better selection of spells. You're, yeah. you're, you do this for hours upon hours and hours until you have an optimal loadout. And by the time you're finished, you've already dumped 90 hours into the game at that point. You might as well just keep going now. You've already dedicated... <laughs> day. You've already dedicated <laughs> weeks of your life what do you have to lose? <laughs> At that point, you might as well just go level 99 for every single character. Screw it. You got you got nothing else to do. It's Friday night, baby. Get it done. <laughs> yeah, and in Xenoblade 2, there are some things that are going to take, take time. I mean, the story obviously is going to be significantly long, but there are other factors like the maps are partly really big, so you'll be running around for quite a bit. And the fights themselves can take a while as well. Yeah, I I don't dislike the battle system. I think it's mm. a very unique take on, the, on a battle system. I'm just kind of curious why they chose something MMO-like, because that seems really... I mean, it's been like that since the first Xenoblade. I don't remember Xenoblade being that way. Maybe it was, yeah, it I was just don't remember. Way. It was. It was. It okay. always had that uh that uh what MMO like battle system. That's weird because that was the big thing a lot of people were reviewing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Not poorly on, but that was their biggest gripe with it was the battle system. And I'm like, ah. Oh, that's I mean, weird. I think even back in the day the battle system wasn't the the po- the positive in the reviews no the but true part of the world and that it's a massive game for the wii or or the wii. fact it was actually released outside of japan yeah that too. <laughs> good job good job nintendo you turned xenoblade chronicles into the most pirated game for years <laughs> before you decided to actually release it i appreciate it Good job. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's been on my plate. That's all I got to say on that, guys. Hate to break it to you. Uh, my job's been keeping me on the busy side, which kind of blows, especially when I come home from work and fall asleep and wake up the next morning for another day of work. That's. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I mean, at least you go home. <laughs> yes, but, yes. But, we'll, but we'll get back to that yes we, we that's 
That is not the right time for a segue. You wasted a perfectly good segue, good sir. Way to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally good segue. Wasted. Ah. Couldn't have really said that in another time. Since I... you mentioned that now. <laughs> but my list on uh, games hasn't been long either. For me, still pretty much exclusively the world ends with you. Hmm. That's you know, I I said I wasn't interested in paying fifty for it, but the more I hear about it from like word of mouth, mm. the more I might just drop that fifty. It's <laughs> I'm a little pissed. I'm a little upset. I mean, you know the game. You played it on the DS. I have, yep. but I I wasn't expecting the port of it to switch to actually be good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crap. <laughs> I had low expectations. How much do you uh, like the battle system on the DS with the uh, dual screen thing? I mean, eh. Because eh. when, I, when I played it back in the day, I, fi I found it pretty meh. I pretty much ignored it. I have been playing on normal difficulty back in the day and mostly ignored it and it worked. And I got through it fine. I was about to say, mm -hmm. I don't remember ever trying to command both screens at the same time. I think I usually I'm... did most of I did I did most mm -hmm. of the hard work with my main character, mm -hmm. and then I usually just relied on like mm -hmm. a tried and true move for the second one that didn't require a lot mm -hmm. of effort to to mash or some shit. And I sometimes looked at the top screen and did a few of the button prompts, but never really did much with that. I certainly mm. never really did the uh, pin moving up and down, passing it on, and then doing the super move. Yeah, because... I don't think I ever really did much with that. So I don't. I absolutely didn't mind the change that they made with the with the port or with the port from the mobile version, since that mm. already had that change. Interesting. And I don't really get that each each review I read, or many of them, always lauded the, the battle system from the DS version as something revolutionary and oh so great. And I am... Have you been playing the same game? <laughs> I mean... I mean, it was certainly unique, but... It wasn't that great. Yeah, but revolutionary doesn't need to mean good, right? <laughs> that's, that's true. That's definitely true. And I mean... I certainly do without it. Even if they mm -hmm. do some... I mean, some reviewers went philo philosophical there, like, uh, okay, yeah, the battle system was difficult, but that only shows that it's difficult to work to get to working together with people. And... Uh, why are we ascribing Excuse meaning me? to shit that doesn't need it? This, this, isn't, this isn't a philosophy course. This is a video game. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess I can see that they might have had something like that in mind. But mm. when it doesn't work well, then just don't. Mm -hmm. 
the game really isn't missing much with that. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm now, now about a bit more than the middle of the second week of the game. Okay. The story is unfolding pretty nicely. I'm remembering still quite a bit of it, but details already. I'm getting a refresher on the details, sort of. Because <laughs> when I played it, it was pretty much when it originally released. See, you got to mm -hmm. it. You got to it when it was like new. I didn't get to it yeah. until like a few Christmases ago. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Yo, I wanted it, but at the time when I could have gotten it, when it was, like, not new, but it was still, like, circulating, the game was, like, super expensive. Mm. Yeah, I was lucky mm. there. Yeah, the game was, like, super expensive. It's no different than how, like, I hate to be anybody who wants to play, like, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver now versus mm. playing it back when it came out. Because nowadays it's, like, yeah. 60 bucks just for the cart. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome price. Yeah. Yeah, and that little that little uh pedometer, the poke walker that came with it. Yeah. Forty five dollars used. Just loose, <laughs> just just for that, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that makes wow. sense. It's almost as much as the game itself. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, because I own Soul Silver and I also have the Poke Walker because I got it for free. And, like, mm -hmm. I had a moment, like, a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. where I was like, yo, I could flip these, get my money back, buy the game again, and still come out yeah. on top. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 and then I was like, that's too much work, guys. I don't, I don't have that kind of patience, like. I gotta like mm. go on eBay or some shit. I gotta sell it. I gotta pack it up and send it to somebody. This is this yeah, is actually this is actually almost as bad as the experience I had getting Suikoden in too, because I had bought it from somebody online. The thing is, the dude sent it to me and didn't tell me that he sent it to me with the requirement of needing a signature. Oh. I had to be there to sign for it, and he didn't tell me that. So, mm. so it gets shipped while I'm at work, and I get a, you missed the package notice. And I'm like, mm -hmm. uh, what? And it mentions that you need a signature. And I'm like, okay. So I contact the guy, and I'm like, yo, like, there's a strong chance this package is going to get redelivered back to you. Can you please send it to me without requiring a signature? He goes, no, I can't do that. I'm like, uh, Why? He goes, it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not taking that risk. I'm like, if you get the game back, I'm like, ah, oh, Christ. I'm not asking. I'm not trying to screw you. I'm, I simply want what I paid for. <laughs> yeah. Like, he wouldn't do it. I did manage to get it because I just decided one day I'll just be late to work. And I'll drive out of my mm -hmm. way to go to, a po to go to the post office where it is to go get it. That was stupid, but mm -hmm. still... Hmm. How about you, Jennifer? Maybe, maybe his logic was that uh, he wanted to make sure that you get it and not someone yeah. else. And then yeah. the game would just be gone. Yeah, then it's literally gone. And mm. Mm. I'm not sure, but uh, if it's with signing, I'm not sure. I think that might also include insurance. 
maybe. I think it, I just know for a fact that in order for the package to be delivered, someone had to sign for it. Mm. So. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. So you didn't expect that you actually had to sign for it or even be there, yeah? Yeah, no. That's crap. Like that. It's not that often that you get packages like that. Yeah. Mm, true. It, I don't have a problem with him doing it. I have a problem with him doing it and not telling me. That's mm. my issue. Yeah. 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 Because then yeah. you probably could have just uh, <laughs> set your work address. As the yeah. Day. Or, like, mm -hmm. I would have just asked for the day off or left early to be here to yeah. come pick it up when it got here, not fucking him sending it requiring notice and I don't know about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's my yeah. tangent. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't been playing too much uh, Yeah, the past days either, so... Uh, I finally got to start Undertale today, which yes. I received in, <laughs> yes. which I received in uh, in a physical copy that I ordered at uh, Fan Gamer. Pretty mm. nice. I think I was able to play one hour, something like that. Yeah, Is that the first I like time it so far. Yeah, it's the first time actually. Yeah. Ooh. I never, I never came around it to play it. So <laughs> I'm so excited. So are you pretty much in the dark about it, or do you know some stuff? I know I mean, some. Around. Yeah, it's been around. I know some stuff. Okay. But I was kind of avoiding any spoilers or any plot twists, anything about it as best as I could because I was sure that I will be. Yeah, playing it at some point in my life, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is now. But I'm yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. You have no idea. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> okay. So, do you like the battle system? Yeah, I actually do. Hmm. It's fun. Nice. So far, Slaughter I don't know. All it's just one. <laughs> Slaughter all the monsters. <laughs> Murder them. Embrace your inner demon. I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing actually is that I I I encountered the um the skeletons. Mm -hmm. And I love them. It's it's just so funny. Um, because one is named Sans and the other is Papyrus and it's yeah actually the the font you know mm -hmm. and it's just so funny for me it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's it's stuff that I yeah kind of enjoy it's stupid but I like it. Yeah. those are the best kinds <laughs> and Sans is a record of comic <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, you know, guys, look, look, guys, it's not even 30 minutes in. You can't, you can't, not this early, guys, like, oh. It was about Sans, a pun had to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. It hurts me to admit that, but fair enough. <laughs> 
yeah. But yeah, that was uh, actually the only thing that I have played. Yeah, All right. It was it just yeah yeah it was just Undertale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you your week's been busy with other stuff. Yeah, I actually was really busy. But okay. Well. All right. Good. I don't feel so bad about coming home no. and sleeping till the next day then. Perfect. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Makes me feel amazing now that my being behind on certain things is not entirely by myself <laughs> on that. Oh, uh, no. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's see here. Um, you know what? All right. So one of the first stories we had on the list. Actually, um... Hey Death, how about you take the first mm -hmm. half of the uh, the Rockstar news, and I'll, I'll take the the other half. All right. <laughs> so, well, multiplayer games are often plagued with cheaters, right? Hmm. And well, since GTA V's online mode is well, quite the money source for Rockstar. They are taking it a bit seriously. They got some search and seizure warrants for alleged cheaters. Which I is, got... Well, hmm. I mean, hmm. yeah, cheating, like, I get it, but still, that's... Mm -hmm. That's pretty harsh, man. <laughs> yeah. The two... The... The... The two... The, they're gonna kick down your door and take your PC? Or take your <laughs> or take your console like i get it and it because it's also not just a regular cheat uh program that you just download somewhere and use but it also costs money oh so you oh. pay to cheat ah uh. I might be but new. It was paid to win. It was paid to cheat. There was also <laughs> another. There was also another story about um, hackers were now able to, as long as you were online, even if you were playing the single player mode, hackers were actually able to like interfere with your single player experience. Hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, it was actually kind of interesting how that was going on. Like they were able to like spawn random shit while you're doing stuff in the game, um, instantly kill you if they wanted to. Keep in mind, this is just single player. So we're not technically playing online. Mm. You're connected to the internet because that's how our consoles are these days. But mm -hmm. they were able to do that. And that's absurd. That's... That tells me that the game is definitely connected, even if you're in single player. Which now I have to ask, why do we need our games connected to the internet at all times? Huh? Hmm. Huh? Why? Why is this? Why is this? Uh, why is this still a requirement? Why? Why do we need this? Why is this a thing? Okay. All right. All right. You got. You got. You guys got me, Rockstar. You're right. That's required. You need it. You need to be online. That's that's just what yeah. what we need. It so it gives you the best experience, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. Speaking of giving mm -hmm. you the best experience. 
So, if you are excited about playing Red Dead Redemption 2, I hope you got some of people are. I get I you oh better boy. you better have some space ready on your consoles, homie, because it's about <laughs> to get thick. So let's let's <laughs> ju- let's jump into it. if you are downloading this game digitally, all right. So you get this game digitally on Xbox or PS4. You are looking at a 150 mm-hmm. gig install. Woo! It's interesting considering that the regular models came or still come with a 500 gigabytes hard drive. Yeah. yeah. And then if you are buying it physically, the PS4 version is looking at around 100 gigs. I think the Xbox is a little different. I can't remember if it goes higher in one direction or the other. Actually, let me double check my facts here. Um, I think it was only a few gigabytes difference. Though. Yeah, it's a few gigabytes difference. Although, I will say that the digital page on the PlayStation Store shows that the minimum size of the game is 105 gigs for PS4. Mm-hmm. It might be 105 for PS4 and 100 for Xbox. So, when you think of Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. do you guys also think of GTA Cash? Regularly? No. <laughs> but since we're talking Rockstar here... <laughs> Jennifer, this is yeah. this is this is it. This is this is what I've been waiting for. This this story right here is why I continue <laughs> to do this show. This story, <laughs> it's stories like these that make me happy on the inside. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so Red Dead Redemption Two comes with three editions on the PlayStation Ooh. Store. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Priced at sixty dollars, eighty dollars, and a hundred dollars. That's not even that much. That's, yeah, that's reasonable compared to what we had last time. So mm-hmm. if you if you buy the if you buy the digital version of the base game, you get five hundred thousand dollars of GTA cash to spend on GTA Online, guys. Five hundred thousand to spend on GTA Online. <laughs> That's exactly that's, ex- that's exactly version. that's exactly why I bought this game, guys, is for that GTA money. <laughs> alright, alright. So, if if oh you my. buy the the special edition, which is eighty dollars, on top of getting a bunch of other DLC, needlessly pointless stuff, I'll just say, personally, you get <laughs> you get Cash bonus for Red Dead Redemption 2 story mode, which you did not get in the base game, by the way. Keep that in mind. And uh-huh, okay. you also get $1 million of GTA money. Yay! <laughs> oh, it gets better. It gets better, kids. Kids, listen, it gets better. <laughs> this, this story does not stop. If, <laughs> if, if you are truly a baller, which I'm assuming you are, because you're sp- you're about to spend a hundred dollars, you get a bunch of extra content plus two million dollars of GTA money to spend on GTA Five. Now, Rockstar, I'm not against cross advertising your games, 
but this is silly. This hmm. is this is legitimately silly. Don't do this. Don't. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> like this is really. I don't know. A <laughs> hundred. Like, here's the thing that kills me: is at some point this multiple edition BS. It, it it this multiple edition BS that keeps happening. This 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 bubble has to mm. break, guys, doesn't it? Like at some point, like mm-hmm. at some point, the consumer just has to be like, guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna give you eighty dollars to get the game I should have got at sixty. Yeah, absolutely. Because I agree. Like at this, like nowadays, if you buy the base game, you get nothing more than the game and a firm pat on the ass. You you have to spend like eighty dollars to be able to claim you bought the game. Like what? Come on. But I will I will give them credit. They showed more restraint than Ubisoft did. That's true. They yeah. they showed much more restraint than Ubisoft did. <laughs> and only had three edi- <laughs> only had three editions. So Yeah. Rockstar. I congratulate you. <laughs> great job. Great, great job. Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic job. That was that that is truly fantastic of you to only only have three editions of your mm-hmm. game available to buy. That was what kills me though more is why is this game so large to install? Like, I get, I know, like a like hundred gigs. I mean, I'm not against it that, because I don't care about space, but still. Yeah, that's that's really much. Um, actually, many people freaked out when Spider-Man came out, and um, yeah, they had to. Um, yeah, clear up some space on on their um, hard drives, and um, I was um, looking it up in comparison how big Red Dead Redemption Two is to um, Spider Man for PlayStation Four, and um, I think Spider Man barely scratched the um, file size for fifty gigabytes. I'm not really sure. And people even freaked out about that. And now Red Dead Redemption doubles it. I mean, of course, there's a possibility that um, they can increase or decrease the uh, file size until the game actually releases. But I don't think so. Not at this point. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. And. Um, what actually left me a little bit surprised was that it was significantly um, bigger than Destiny 2. And Destiny 2 was a really big game, too. Like, I mean, did... uh, GTA 5 was also around 50 gigs. Yeah. True. And I... Red Dead 2 is supposed to be bigger in terms of the world, from what I've Mm, yeah yeah and the thing that you actually have open world and something like that but let me just that's also the graphics which is a big part Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that they're also 
having higher resolution uh, textures mm -hmm. in there for uh, the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X models. So if you play in 4K, yeah, and that's probably going to uh, take up a significant mm. part but of that space. Are those are are those textures being included just in the base, like like? I'm are sure they, they are they are I'm they just sure doing that to where like that. if you if you buy the game and you download it or something you download mm -hmm. 150 gigs of fucking data and they're just sure like they're well whether or not you have a PS4 Pro you still got to download all of it mm -hmm. since yeah. since there is no um DLC uh listing on the store mm -hmm. it's going to be like that I'm sure yeah. Wow. That's that's something special. Because I mean for uh what was it? Resonance of Fate, which is getting a four K release. The DLC uh the high resolution textures are actually gonna be a separate pack. Oh, oh my god. That one Oh no. Just just that one. Is gonna be uh well let's see so the regular game sixteen gigabytes and mm -hmm. if you add the textures it would have been around eighty three Jesus so yeah high resolution textures take up a lot of space mm -hmm. Jesus Christ man that's absurd that's true but but holy crap it's really really big. Mm. It's so I'm I'm kind of almost surprised that it only takes around 150 mm. gigs for Red Dead. Actually, now that you're bringing up that, that's actually a good point because I forget which game it was where you could download the uh, high resolution textures, but it came out to download those. It was like 50 or 60 gigabytes alone mm. just for the textures. So that doesn't now that I now with a little bit of hindsight, yeah, I can see this being a thing. And. I guess it I guess it makes a little sense to just include all of it all at once, I guess. Because yeah. I guess I guess the assumption is is that like if you download the game, if you buy the game and then you eventually upgrade your PS4, you're not gonna have to download something mm -hmm. to be able to have it. You'll just have it versus you know what I mean? Like you yeah. already have the game installed, you transfer it over. Oh mm -hmm. crap! Now I gotta mm -hmm. download another eighty gigabytes to keep playing my game on my PS4 Pro or my Xbox mm -hmm. One X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing. Not exactly something I'm cool with. I I feel worse for people who have the base model of PS4. I think that's gonna suck. <laughs> that's yeah. that's ass. They man. just. They'll just have to replace the hard drive or delete several games. Yeah, really. That's 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 like your best option. That sucks though. Like, holy crap! It's gonna be interesting to see how big the basic hard drive is gonna be yeah. on the next generation of consoles. It has mm -hmm. to be more than a terabyte. I don't think a terabyte cuts yeah. it these days. Yep, I would hope two terabytes. Minimum. I mean, mm. drives that big shouldn't be that costly anymore. Maybe we'll even see SSD models. 
that would that would although, be although although not in two terabyte size that would be too costly yeah you'll probably have the choice between either a bigger mm. regular hard drive uh, or an ssd or maybe they'll do the intelligent thing and put the os on the ssd have mm -hmm. and give you the option of having an additional drive for the games that was actually something mm -hmm. I brought up on Twitter, where I was just kind of mm -hmm. like, I was like, or we can just start having two drives, or mm -hmm. start allowing, mm -hmm. I mean, okay, my other suggestion would make the console more bulky, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. start allowing people to use, like, um, desktop size drives for large, for more space. Because we we yeah, don't we're yeah. still we're still at a weird point right now where the the model the size hard drives that they use for these consoles are only only go up to like two gigs at the moment. Terabytes, I mean. Two ter. Two ter. Yeah, they only go up to like two terabytes at the moment. So, having mm. using a larger drive while it would make the console bigger, which I don't think is much of a case at all with the triple stack sandwich that is the ps4 pro <laughs> <laughs> yeah if they keep the size around for that then i don't see a problem having a three and a half inch hard drive in there it would make so the and plus those drives are size. fairly inexpensive mm -hmm. like generally speaking those drives are way or super inexpensive in comparison to like other options so <laughs> that would certainly be a nice idea guys i'm just saying i'd dig mm -hmm. it <laughs> i i'd buy it i mean i think the xbox doesn't even uh still doesn't allow replacing the drive from what i know um so you have to use an external usb drive there yeah they built the console like okay so you can take out the drive out of an xbox one it is uh, it's not officially supported right no i am pretty sure you void your warranty in doing so that's and... the difference because the ps4 does allow it and it is a headache to do so mm -hmm. yeah that's what that's what i remember wow jennifer that uh <laughs> that, that graph yeah that that crap <laughs> holy crap when you when you put it like that christ yeah <laughs> it's too sad that i can't actually uh describe it better because it actually does not say how much destiny has or grand theft auto um five but yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah look at the difference <laughs> Wow, Whoa. that, that graph. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 basically like um, Red Dead Redemption Two is, is yeah about one hundred, and then Destiny Two does not even reach the point where it has uh, seventy five. Yeah, it should be around seventy. That's and impressive. it's just like hmm. <laughs> Although this is yeah. probably the. Um the install size from mm -hmm. disk yeah given that the red dead redemption 2 has around mm -hmm. 100 gigs here yeah i think so too but yeah i read somewhere that um 
I think it was Destiny 2 has something like 100 as well, but I think it's with um, um, with DLC or something like that. I'm not too familiar mm. with it, but yeah. It's, it's probably because I think it has multiple DLCs by now. Mm, I think so too. And yeah, just like you said, it's not listed yet for Red Dead Redemption 2. We don't know if it is still coming, so we'll see. But it's just... just I don't know, you have maybe Grand Theft Auto 5 and then you have Red Dead Redemption 2 and this piles up. It's just like, um, yeah. yeah, we discussed it last, um, last time because yeah, with the SSD card and something like that, I, I, I don't know, the guy that said, yeah, you don't need such a big SSD card um, for your Switch. Um, I was looking at him and I was like, yeah, we'll see, you know, <laughs> because, um, yeah, file sizes get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's not just, maybe not too much on the Switch because, yeah, they did a pretty good job in porting um, and the good thing games. is the Switch can't support 4K. Yeah, and that's, that's something that I was about to say, yeah. This is some something that, yeah actually works in the favor of the memory space for uh yeah um for the switch but yeah <sighs> the it's, thing it's, that the thing that kills up. me is like what does this say about like these devs obviously want to move away from physical we know this mm -hmm. so i mean on average how many users or I mean, I I get that a lot of games that come out are claiming that digital is doing better and better than physical. I think it was one of the COD mm -hmm. games that just launched. Yeah, the newest ones, the Black Ops Four. Yeah, which is it, on this list. it had better. Um, now here's the thing: the mm -hmm. the actual article that mentions it says that the physical sales for this game were down by quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And now everyone's claiming that that means that the digital sales were super high up, right? Because that's what that's the assumption that's being made, even though none of these companies give any kind of details on digital sales, which is kind of silly to not do that, to not be upfront about that. I don't know why they don't. But my thing now is whether or not people in general would be cool with the notion of having to download 100 gigabytes of data mm -hmm. or 150 gigabytes of data to play through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. infrastructure, as far as internet goes in America, has gotten better. It's not amazing, but it's gotten better. Internet speeds, mm -hmm. you know, nowadays... 100 down and 10 up is pretty mm -hmm. standard with a lot of these uh, internet service providers. And depending on what package you go with, you can get 400 down something, something up. I forget the amount. Mm -hmm. mm. but Probably around 40, 50. Yeah. But my the point I'm trying to get is I don't see – I just don't – I see this as being a tough sell for a lot of people to be like, oh, I have to download, I want to download my game, right? And then it's like, oh, mm -hmm. well, that the game is 100 gigs large. Ugh. Like, 
I don't even See? like buying games that are that. I don't even like buying games digitally for PS4 that are 50 because that mm-hmm. takes longer than I'm willing to wait for on top of updates. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say it's moving more into the direction of digital sales, but it's not going to be digital only for at least another two generations. If if not even more, because you always have to count account for the uh, people in the not as uh, not as connected areas, mm. which there are still mm. a lot. Yeah, yeah it's not going to get rid of physical completely for quite mm-hmm. some time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's very true. Or yeah. or maybe they're pushing towards like game streaming, which uh, yeah, we had that. Yeah, we had that last time, but no, no, <laughs> that's gonna take even longer. That's like, gonna yeah. take even longer. Like, I I know Japan Credit Man, they're able to pull off. Now I haven't been able to hear about how well like Resident Evil Seven does on like streaming to Switch in Japan. I've heard that's a thing in Japan, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have no way of figuring out what people's... I haven't been able to find anything on people's experiences with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. But, I mean, if Nintendo thought it was something worth doing, you know, I guess maybe... Maybe maybe is it, maybe it just works in that particular region. I would assume they... I mean, Japan obviously has much better infrastructure for that yeah. kind of thing than anything That's that we true. have in the western world especially here in america our infrastructure is garbage Hmm. hot garbage japan has um has a really good um infrastructure like you said they have high technology standards so um if it's possible then it's over in asia (laughs) I, I mean, considering that they are uh, the ones that are testing 8K uh, broadcasting mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. They're always ahead of the curve in that regard. Mm. I mean, yeah, all right. To put, to put this in a perspective for America, for you, to, to mm-hmm. you guys in America, getting 1080p cable broadcasting is like the most inconvenient thing in the world. Because half the time... The, the these companies that you get cable from who who uh, mm-hmm. advertise it are lying. Mm-hmm. Um, they will they will say, oh no no you'll get this in 1080p, and you find out it's like 1080i or like 720 mm-hmm. or some BS. And this so is so in the small print, it's gonna be up to 1080p. Basically, mm-hmm. it's up to 1080p. They pitch it as being 1080p, even though it isn't. And there are very few channels that actually do, in most cases, actually broadcast in 1080p. Mm. I mean, which is kind of a shame because that kind of kills the notion of, like, buying nicer TVs. Because at the end of the day, 90% of the content you'll probably end up utilizing that higher quality content will not be from, like, cable. It'll probably be from, like, internet broadcasts. You know what I mean? Or streaming or something yeah i mean i don't think that's going to be a problem in terms of tv sales because cable is going down in terms of subscriber numbers anyway yeah they i still they still call me trying to pitch me cable 
<laughs> they do. When I moved, I ordered just a, an internet package. And like once a month, I take that back. Every week, I get a letter from them pitching to me about a cable package. And once a <laughs> month, they call me personally to pitch me a cable package. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, I only have a TV uh, broadcasting connection because it's basically included in my high-speed mm -hmm. internet. Oh, okay. And what kills me is that they keep pitching it, and I usually tell them, well, I don't watch TV. And they're like, well, we offer, you know, for your first two years, we can offer you all the premium channels or all these different premium mm -hmm. channels. And I'm like, okay, let's let's Great. follow your Those premium channels that you don't watch. I'm like, all right, okay, let's let's <laughs> let's uh, let's let's take this for a beat, all right? Between Netflix, HBO Go, and Showtime, I'm paying maybe thirty, and they're like, okay. I'm like, that's thirty dollars total, maybe a little more. So I'm like, you know, I'll be reasonable and say forty. If you can offer me the package you're about to offer me. At 40 or less, we can have this conversation. And they're like, we can't do that. And I'm like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I'm not going to, no one's going to spend more for something unnecessarily. Like, that doesn't make any sense. If I can get it easier and cheaper a la carte, I'll do it that way. So hmm. they, they want to pitch. They want to use these premium channels. And they do this. Because they know that, like, once Game of Thrones gets its next season out, they're going to be pushing for people to buy cable so hard. Because mm -hmm. that shit sells. It's easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, if you want to see the next season of Game of Thrones, you better pay us. No. I'll just pay HBO directly. Why would I pay you? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm True. not going to pay you for a shit ton of channels. Jennifer said it best. I guess you guys said it best. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like you have over two thousand channels, and I only watched like two of them. <laughs> if that, <laughs> yeah. If 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 I don't just decide to turn on Netflix or VRV yeah. or something instead, yeah, but yeah. You have so so many opportunities, yeah. So that's that's been my experience with the cable world is them trying to offer <laughs> me cable packages and me saying, well, if you can give me a service that's the equivalent of all three of these services bundled together at the same price, we can have this call. We can have this conversation. And nine times out of ten, they're like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, well, <laughs> this this negotiation is over. <laughs> have a nice day, like. <laughs> like uh <coughs> and i guess when it comes down to gaming like if they do try to push for like the netflix of gaming which i i don't like i don't like that that uh the way of putting that personally but if they do try to push for that man Look, man, streaming a movie is way easier than trying to stream a game. And even 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 if Sony and Microsoft were both like, "Yeah, we're not, we're gonna sell you a small box and you stream all your games to it," ugh. Yeah. Even even putting aside like the ownership aspect of gaming, 
you still have the mm-hmm. notion of you're streaming a game and not a movie. Hmm. <laughs> That's true. A movie, like I think Netflix, when you stream like high definition content off the Netflix, I don't think that content because they compress it. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's compressed and it's it's much smaller than it would be if you just like ripped it mm-hmm. off a disc or some shit. Then mm-hmm. I can't imagine there being too many ways for you to compress video game assets to be streamed. At least not yet. I haven't heard about it. That's just me, yep. though. Well, I so, mean, with graphics, you can just use lower resolution versions. Hmm. So, uh, CD. Hmm. Tell me about tell me about uh, EA Dice. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, they had over the year a little problem, and it's not Battlefield Five this time. <laughs> well, that's a plus. Oh. <laughs> it's been people leaving, mm-hmm. and. One reason for that was, well, Battlefront 2, obviously, which had a bit of a problem at launch. <laughs> and But they also seem to have strong competition in Stockholm in terms of other companies. So mm-hmm. reportedly, um, at least 40 people left them over the year. Yikes. And that's the lower estimate. Wow. Yeah, and there was even there was even a former CEO among that, right? That's possible. Actually, yes, I, there was. I forgot the guy's let name. Me, yeah, let me check. I Patrick Sonderlund. I might butchering the name, but yeah, he was the former Dice CEO, and he left in. Uh, Oh my, I, I just wrote it down somewhere. All right, yeah, I but think... that wasn't EA Dice, that was EA overall. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was in August. In August, yeah, okay, yeah. thanks. That was, that was EA, oh, yep. He was uh, the CEO of Dice before, mm-hmm. but when he left, he was the, um, what was he? Executive Vice President in charge oh. of Worldwide Studios at EA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. He left as well, but yeah, the that was a yeah, hit for EA as well, obviously. Yeah, 40 people in general losing since the beginning of the year is quite mm-hmm. something. Yeah, um, 40 is the lower estimate, so it's probably yeah. significantly more than that. Yeah. Yeah, um... That's that's something you can quite ignore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if they have um, multiple hundred people working in the mm-hmm. company, they they are still the biggest uh, employer in Sweden in terms of mm-hmm. the gaming sector. Well, yeah, probably but... still are even after these. Yeah, yeah. but that's, I yeah, actually... that's still a hit. Yeah. It, I actually heard that um, Sweden and, in this case, Stockholm is mm-hmm. 
actually um, yeah, gaining popularity with um, major companies uh, opening up studios there. Mm-hmm. I think Epic Games was among them. That would make sense. Yeah. And um, they probably need I read about Fortnite. U- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read about Ubisoft as well. Mm-hmm. They opened um, an office there. Too, Interesting, so. they started by former Dice boss Patrick Bach. <laughs> 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 so, no, look at that. They went there. Yeah. Look at so that. At least, thir- at least 13 people went there, apparently. Mm. Oh, and wow. another eight have joined Paradox, which is also a good choice. Hmm. True. What? I mean, yeah, 40 people in a year is certainly nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. And no. I I don't doubt that, battle, that Battlefront 2 had something to do with it. But... Mm. At the same time, I kind of find that to ring, like, a little hollow. Like, a little bit. I mean, Battlefront 2 did have a Paris. It was a bit in development hell, apparently, and the launch wasn't good. Yeah, but no offense, the game still sold millions, so... Mm. Uh, Yeah, but the whole controversy, and they had to essentially revamp a, a lot of the game. Yeah, I will give them. Design. I will give them so, the minimal here in saying that they did have to revamp the game to mm-hmm. to account for them yeah. getting rid of their scummy practices. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't expect that it's higher up people from the development of the game that left, but more like mm-hmm. uh, programmers, level mm-hmm. designers, people like that. Which, I actually, I still, I know I just had to kind of ask myself the general question is, a lot of these dudes who work for these, com- who leave these companies, like, you, they, they leave one company, they go somewhere else, they'll be there for like five or six years, they burn the fuck out, they go somewhere else. Homie, like, <laughs> maybe the gaming industry just isn't a good industry to work in. I, I get that everybody has different experiences. But I mean, Paradox me, is supposedly a really good place to work at. But mm. just, if, I think if you were looking at this from the outside, right? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like we do in a lot of ways. Like, yo, I would never want to work in the industry. Like, not one bit. Not, not at all. No. Like, you couldn't pay me to do it. It, it sounds miserable. Mm-hmm. E- even even if we only even if we want to throw the notion of like bad practices and court and the companies treating their employees bad only on like the highest triple A industry, you know what I mean? Like the biggest. Mm-hmm. Even if we wanted to throw the blame squarely on them, which I don't. Uh, yeah, but those are probably the they biggest. Make, uh, yeah, they issues they make there. they make the most noise, but they're not the only ones mm. guilty. No, definitely. Like it would be hard for me to look at this industry and go, yeah, I wanna, I wanna work in this industry. This is seems like a seems like a sound idea. Cause I tell you up front, no, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it sounds terrible. 
And I get it. There is probably a very strong and passionate bunch of these developers who love what they do without a mm. doubt. Mm. And to them, to those individuals, you have a much higher tolerance for pain than I do. Mm. Much higher tolerance. Because I'll tell you right now, passion only gets you so far. And if you push oh, it, and it if, gets you very, it gets you very far. But mm -hmm. after that, at after a certain point, yeah, yeah, when you're pushing mm -hmm. like eighty hour weeks for a couple mm -hmm. of months because you got to get a project done, yeah, I, mm. how far is that passion gonna push you, homie? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it, it yeah. pushed a certain developer up to the seal. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna name it. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like it's really hard for me to like not, to not, to like not be overly cynical. Like I have a tendency mm. to be, and just be like, maybe y'all guys picked the wrong profession to be in. <laughs> but for what yeah. I've heard, this crunch. At least as far as what we hear in the gaming industry, from what like mm. Death has told me, this isn't too uncommon. And mm. like, is this something like you? Something that like is not like uncommon like that much in the industry you're a part of, CD? Like I know you do a lot of pro like a lot of that kind of thing, programming yeah, and such. Programming in general. I mean, in our company, it's thankfully not common, but in the software co programming. Co industry in general oh you bet it's common although it of course it always depends on if you look in the usa or if you look in mm. here in europe and depends on the country because we over here in germany have better work laws oh you mean you actually have work laws you actually helps you you actually have laws mm -hmm. about how many hours you can work your employees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's that's certainly certainly better than nothing. I guess I I got to give you guys credit for that. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, if we have laws, but yeah, the laws are just as good as you actually uh, follow them, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, when you have the laws, you have actual ways to enforce them mm, that's true the thing is just um i was working for um mm -hmm. a law office <laughs> and i was surrounded by lawyers there are always <laughs> ways to go around things yeah loopholes are always a thing yeah and it's kind of scary how yeah kind of sneaky they were you know mm -hmm. But that's another story, and I don't want to get into that. <laughs> it's not game related, so. <laughs> so I the next thing on the docket is Call of Duty Black Ops Four. In its opening weekend, pulls in five hundred million dollars. Opening mm -hmm. weekend. Hmm. Now, I I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb, a shaky, breakable limb, mind you, and make the argument that if you could pull that in on your opening weekend, mm -hmm. 
why why do you ever charge people for maps or content at all? Simple. Because if you can make that much, then you can always make more. Oh god, sure. not this argument again. <laughs> uh, from a business standpoint, that's yeah, the sound argument. Oh, as God. long as people pay for it, you're mm -hmm. gonna charge for it. Yeah, I know. Just and just to just to uh, give you a bit of a uh, let's see uh, in a put it in relations. Um, where was it? Ah, here it is. Black Ops 2 made that in its first 24 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Huh. Oh my God. That's... And in 15 days, it made a billion. Oh. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. So... Let's what? say uh, there are still great numbers that Black Ops 4 made there, but mm -hmm. it could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they have to charge for maps. <laughs> That's <laughs> such... I get it. It's a business. But in any other industry that isn't Apple... Yes. Oh, so Apple is a separate industry, huh? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, essentially, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I just, ah, uh, 500 million, and I, I, that's, fuck. <laughs> like, god damn it. And what sucks for people like me is, like, I keep telling myself, like, you know, if one of these games just bombs, like they'll have they'll have to do something different. They'll have to put more effort. Hmm. But they never do. <laughs> this is this this is literally what I was taught at GameStop when I first started working there is that these games outsell themselves or sell as good as they always do every hmm. single game. Yeah. It's really going to be interesting when Battlefield 5 hits the market. Mm -hmm. It's really going to be interesting how that performs. I, uh, I mean, if gamers have as short of a memory as they're planning, it should sell amazingly well, right? I mean, uh -huh. you know what the pre-order pre numbers did? It, they they, scare, they mm -hmm. scared the company so much that they had to delay <laughs> the game. Yep. The, the pre-order numbers were so abysmal, they, they didn't even feel like they could release the game. And, yeah. They lacked. They lagged behind Call of Duty with about 85%. Mm-hmm. 85%? Holy crap! That's... Mm -hmm. and, and you have to take into account, with Battlefield 1, the pre-sale numbers were better than Call of Duty. Yep. Quality. Quality, not, that was... uh, quality notwithstanding for Battlefield 1 personally but that's neither here nor there and that was pretty much the i think the first time that battlefield overtook call of duty in terms of pre-order numbers true that doesn't it's happen been close before but 
Battlefield 1 was the first time where they actually made more pre-orders. Jesus and Christ. And now yeah. it's lagging 85% behind. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, fucking... Well, I guess they... I guess gamers did take uh, to heart what, what the CEO said. If you don't want it, don't buy it. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, dude. I'm really surprised how brazen some of these CEOs can get in their statements. Like, <laughs> I get, I get, they're sitting in their ivory tower eating grapes. <laughs> I get that, but is that really a bright idea to sit there just <laughs> condescend? I mean, here's the thing that they don't, I don't think they grasp is that this isn't. Like people, people don't need your people don't need your game. Mm. Like mm -hmm. at all, you know what I mean. Like if if people decide, well, it's yeah, luxury. Yeah, yeah, it's a luxury. It's a luxury, and it doesn't even. I know they're not similar industries, but it doesn't even have the same kind of necessity like a cell phone would. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah. it has other uses outside of fucking mm. Candy Crush or some shit, like. <laughs> it's it's a video game, homie. Like we don't need you. If and if additionally, the industry is bigger than the movie movie industry and mm -hmm. everything else. So I think people will find alternatives to your game. And not to, and not to mention the fact like these game like these games get released like every year, like. Even, mm -hmm. even, even if, even if you were a diehard Battlefield fan and you saw this Battlefield looking like garbage, I would just be like, "Screw it, I'll skip okay. this one and come back I'll next year." A few months, I still be playing Battlefield One for a few months, and then look at what's next. Yeah. So I gotta be honest. I think a lot of where this arrogance comes from is this this notion of. Gamers aren't gonna stick by their guns. They're gonna but they're gonna eat whatever we they're gonna eat whatever we put in front of them regardless. I Which mean, there has been precedence for that. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. I don't want to talk about it. What <laughs> example? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we don't have to talk about yeah. that right now. Yeah, we see how yeah how this uh, actually proceeds because. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 reminds me of a game that's out there already. If you see, you know, the landing spots and something like that, uh, the map. <laughs> mm, sorry. Well, I, mean, but... I mean, obviously it has, uh, I'm pretty sure it has a Battle Royale mode. It does. It's, they, did yeah. cut, they did cut out the campaign for Yeah, that, that was... That was what I was aiming at because if you compare <laughs> PUBG to, mm. yeah, it's just like okay, there's do you have your map and you can actually select your landing point and, and yeah, do, you can actually see where the the airplane takes you and I was just like hmm, hmm is this PUBG or is this <laughs> is I mean, this sure call of duty black ops 4 has a few more online yeah, multiplayer true. modes 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. But I was just like, oh, okay. So yeah, obviously hmm. the battle royale that's... mode is gonna have similarities. Yeah, that was. I was just like, oh, that's kind of cheeky. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I I think. And... Oh, sorry. Going by the sales, I mean, hmm. who yeah, knows? Yeah, right now. It might have right been now is. Yeah. We don't yeah. know how the sales would have been if they would have mm -hmm. still had a campaign in there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the most uh, interesting thing, I guess, because mm. yeah, battle royale. No matter what you drop right now, I want to say battle royale is just like ooh, everyone ex is excited about it. Mm -hmm. It's the current hype, yeah, exactly. And with Call I of don't Duty, know. I mean, there is a big enough player base there so yeah it yeah was, uh, it was it made sense to include that yeah true yeah because they want to get i think they want to bound the old players and mm. even get newer ones, new ones too yeah. Mm, exactly. yeah true true and yeah i don't know i don't know how old the um yeah the the actual audience is for um for call of duty but um I mean, it's an m-rated game i think yeah sure. yeah yeah but you don't know you don't know it's I mean, just obviously like... there's gonna be a few players mm -hmm. that are not 18 or up <laughs> yeah obviously yeah, i mean there are yeah, parents that buy the games for their kids yeah. without checking yeah <laughs> i don't know someone might have some uh, experience on that <laughs> I I wouldn't know anything about that, guys. You're all talking to, no. the, all talking to the wrong oh. man on that topic. I don't know. Obviously, that, you've never that's heard like, anything about That's that. like asking me if I played Octopath Traveler. I mean, obviously not. That's oh, never... Oh. That's not That's not happening. I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all... Huh. You're all pointing fingers at me like I know something. I'm, I'm just... Uh, just like, you don't even know any game called Tales of Symphonia. I... I <gasps> I don't. Not, not 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 at all. Why? No. no of course not. Not me. But like, here's what kills me about this game, though, is look. I acknowledge that Call of Duty has never really valued its single player experience. I get mm -hmm. that. Single okay? player is dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sorry. I guess. I guess my. My problem here is they still charge 60 for this being a glorified multiplayer game. That's mm -hmm. what kind of boils me on this. And I, mm. I, th I mean, if people still buy it, yeah, I guess whatever. I'm just, that just surprises me that they still sold mm -hmm. it at 60 when there is precedent or there's been successful games or at least one successful game I can think of that did a multiplayer only experience and sold it for less and still did amazingly well. I'm looking at you Overwatch. Yeah. True. So but I that mean, also loot boxes. <laughs> so, I wasn't going to bring this. I wanted to bring this up a few podcasts ago, but I didn't. I don't know if I ever did or not, but it was this this hilarious thing about uh a YouTuber I watched. I, I think I did. I'm not gonna bring it up. It was about him buying a bunch of oh, a bunch of loot boxes for Overwatch, and it took him like 80 to get the skin he wanted. I don't know if I mentioned that ever. It was a really interesting. It's a really funny video. But he bought. He wanted one skin during the holidays, and he bought a hundred boxes 
and he's like, I'm getting, I'm getting the skin. And he went through like 85 of them before he got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those wow. odds, man. Those odds. That's that's harsh. But Especially like, considering that you also can't get the skins anymore after those holiday events. Right. So if you want if <laughs> yeah. you want that skin, you better you better pony up that money. But see though, at least he's on at least he was direct about it. He he was just like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get this skin through like normal play. I'll throw down the fifty dollars and get a hundred boxes and hope for the best. Which isn't oh, God. it isn't something I'd ever consider doing, but I appreciate his uh his honesty and just saying I don't have the time <laughs> or the patience. Which is why these games are designed, really. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a race of are you going to just give up and buy it or are you just gonna keep trying until you get it without paying us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the last story on the docket is I <laughs> this this story this this kind of annoys me. It does. And it is uh Overly political statements are bad for business from Ubisoft. Yeah, specifically Ubisoft Massive. So, here's the thing, Ubi. Uh, Political statements Mm -hmm. are not bad for business unless you have a a shitty political statement to make. (laughs) That's the difference. No, no, no. He is he is right with this because the difference is I mean they do they are developing the division two so uh, that's okay so he's talking okay so he's, he's talking from a he's just talking a game about inject, he's talking about injecting uh, political stances into games and being too overt with them as in hitting you over the head with them stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is a reaction to uh, to what game uh, games journalists have been doing, have been complaining about. Like, the Division Two doesn't have uh, have a specific message that they like or stuff like that. They want to have specific stances in that. I mean, we all know that a lot of games journalists lean into a certain direction politically. And, and they're not happy that Ubisoft is not taking their bait, essentially. And in some ways, I can't blame them. Because mm. if you think about it, like, in a video game, no different than, like, well, a video game more specifically, you don't necessarily want to propose a political stance that you're not going to be able to stand mm-hmm. by later. Hmm. in some regards because you know what i mean like if you if you if you lean really heavily in one of your games and since video games don't just video games don't just disappear into obscurity you know Mm -hmm. the first two months after they come out like a movie does you know what i mean like a movie Mm -hmm. after its theatrical run I mean, you might see an occasional commercial for it on Blu-ray or DVD, but other than that, the conversation's kind of over about it. Games have a much longer life cycle. (laughs) Like, Hmm. a much larger life cycle. So, 
in some ways, yeah, I can see that being a thing where you don't want to make a political statement in your game today that in like six months from now you're going to have to pedal back on and be like, yeah. Especially since The Division 2 is a multiplayer online game that definitely has a longer lifespan. I mean, yeah, like, games, yeah, those don't exactly have a long lifespan anymore. Yeah. Like, usually, but yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? So, like, in general, from a video game perspective, yeah, I could see that being a thing where it's like, well, we don't want to make a, a political statement that we can't stand by later, and you can't guarantee mm. that you're going to be able to stand by anything you say <laughs> at mm -hmm. any given point. So, it's just best to not do it. Yeah. I mean, and the shit. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. And the difference is of always... Of course, with a game like The Division 2, you have a specific political uh, setting, but mm. that is in the game. That is not a parallel to our current reality, necessarily. I think Far Cry 5 had the same issue. Where like Yeah, exactly. They... Exactly. That's also where they complained about that. Yeah, where like, they based the game... Mm -hmm. in a particular setting without ever yeah. really having anything to say about it. They're just like, well, here's a scenario, guys. What do you guys think? <laughs> you don't really have to have to, you don't really have to say anything about it. You have the setting. There are certain players in there. I mean, it's pretty obvious who is the bad guy, who's the not so bad guy, who has the stance uh, of that it depends on which uh, which of the bad guys has which stance. They are different, but you don't have to make a a uh, well statement in terms of how this relates to our current politics. You don't have to have it say anything about that. I, I do. Like the, the, yeah. The connection, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. I mean, yeah, I get it. I... Shit. The days... <laughs> the day, oh, I'm just kind of annoyed because, like, the days of being able to do those kind of... The days of being able to, like, have a setting and just leave mm. it up to interpretation, that's just not a thing anymore. Because nowadays, like... A lot of these critics do kind of expect you that if you're going to have it in that setting, you have mm. to say something about it. I mentioned this on Twitter involving the headlines for uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> one of the, oh, yes. where, where one of the headlines was, and I quote, nukes are bad. Okay. Oh really? <laughs> really, nukes? Nukes are bad. Nukes are bad, guys. Guys. Brand Je new information. New information, fresh off the presses. <laughs> nukes are <laughs> bad. We are we are printing this to today. The nuclear war experts for that. We we couldn't have. And what kills me is I wasn't even. That was legit. Like the the, tag, the headline for that particular article was just nukes are bad. With a picture right above it of four dudes and us in a power armor looking at a mushroom cloud. Okay. 
you know what? Games journalism is over. <laughs> like, and what kills me with some of these, with some of this, is that like, all right, I've played a lot, most of the Fallout games at this point, even the older ones. Mm-hmm. So, my my issue is, it just comes off as hollow to me, from a lot of these journalists when. Fallout Three was Fallout Three. You had super nuke. You had you had mini nukes in that. No one said shit. Fallout. You Fallout. Had a portable nuke launcher. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas. You had the same thing. You could blow up nukes all day long, shoot them into the super mutant's face and blow their faces off. No problem. Fallout Four. Same mm. thing. You could modify your mini nuke launcher to launch eight mini nukes at one time. <laughs> no one with half a super mutant brain is going to come out of those games and go nukes are awesome yo yeah like <laughs> that's my point is to me this uh, to me a lot of what this seems like is it just seems like people pick something they 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 have a list of games on the next on the new release list they throw a dart at it and then they pick mm-hmm. something stupid to obsess over it's outrage pandering. Mm-hmm. Click baiting, whatever. It's it's silly to me because look, I would have no issue if like their issue with nukes being in the Fallout games, even though the entire purpose of Fallout was showing the yeah. the, effects the effects of, what of nuclear war. Uh, if if that if they had this problem ever since you know Fallout Three even let's go to Fallout Three because I I acknowledge mm-hmm. most people probably did not play Fallout One and Two we'll use Fallout Three if that was a thing mm-hmm. this would not be a concern I would just go okay well they this is this is on par with how they usually feel about these games no every single one of these dudes every single one of these people were quiet up until Fallout. 76 and then they want to start me then they want to start being mortified at the notion of players having nukes in a game specifically about the fallout of nuclear warfare what okay thank you for thank you thank you for nitpicking what you want to be uh angry about whenever it suits your whim appreciate it because of, ob- obviously, suddenly, because you're using them potentially against other players, it's going to be completely different than if you're using them in a single-player game. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Because there's not, like, consequences for me walking into Megaton in Fallout 3 and deciding to blow up half the city with a, with, with a mini-nuke. Yeah, there's no <laughs> consequences for that. Nah. Okay. Never mind, never mind the... achievement, f- probably. <laughs> Never, never mind the fact that like, never mind the fact that, that video games have always been very skittish about like having M ratings, but not letting you kill particular people. Like, all right, I, I'm gonna go off and say this. I think it's kind of silly that like women and children are usually protected by video games. I'm just saying, and children more so, children, children, more so, children more so. I think that's was silly. It it's Oblivion that they can't be killed anymore. I, I believe so. I think Morrowind you could get away with it, but I haven't played Morrowind. In I a mean, while. Morrowind you can kill anyone. You, you could, you can make your game unwinnable. 
by killing your quest-giving NPCs. Yeah. Just, I just think that's silly. Like, hold up, hold up. So I could murder an entire town, but yeah. Jimmy over there, I can't? I just murdered his family. I just murdered the mayor. <laughs> Everybody. Also, I would be, I would be kind of laughing if it would be like you set off the nuke in Megaton, return there, and you have a dozen kids running around there. That would be funny. That's that's dark. That's that is dark. <laughs> Jesus, that is the kid and the kids playing around there, not even mentioning anything about it, because oh, obviously God. you can program that in, <laughs> right? Because obviously devs aren't going to account for the notion of. Oh yeah, our players might just nuke a city and kill everybody. <laughs> but since the kids are invincible, there's just kids left and the kids aren't going to acknowledge that we left that yep. only they are the only characters left in the city. <laughs> yep. Just fuck. I feel bad now. <laughs> God. <laughs> I didn't want to end the show on this. I feel terrible. Oh, well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you mean I just nuked the show? I think you did. <laughs> Yikes. Nukes are... Nukes are bad. Nukes, okay. nukes are bad, kids. Actually, fuck it. It's not even kids. It's adults. Yeah. Nukes are oh. bad, adults. Don't leave them <laughs> lying around in the open. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Make sure, make sure you keep your nukes locked up in a safe away from your kids. Because, <laughs> you know, the amount, the amount of deaths caused by kids wielding nukes is... A very large problem in our society. Now I'm just thinking of some kids running around with a portable nuke launcher from Fallout 3. <laughs> that's playing cops and robbers. Because that's that's a legitimate that's a legitimate problem we have in our society right now is kids yeah. with nukes. This is this okay. is where we this is where we draw the line. <laughs> This is this is this is where that line needs to be drawn everybody. Kids with nukes. <laughs> <laughs>